Forget what you thought you knew. It's time to take a new look at The Real Italy. That's up next. Hey folks, it's Brian, and as a veteran missionary here in Italy, I get asked a lot, why Italy? I went on vacation there. It's so beautiful. The people are so nice. It's full of fantastic cathedrals, amazing food, history, and art. So why does Italy need missionaries? Well, yeah, that is a very understandable perspective. We Americans, in particular, have a soft spot in our hearts for Italy. I mean, Italy is in our food, it's in our cinema, it's in our blood. For those of us with an Italian heritage, it's easy to fall in love with the Italy you see at first sight. But once you take a look under the surface, you begin to appreciate the true spiritual condition here. That's why I created this Pray Inform series entitled The Real Italy. So whether you've visited Italy or not, Get ready to see a different side of that bel paese, the beautiful country. But before we get into that, let me tell you how easily you can connect with this mission. Find Mission Sicily online anytime at missionsicily.com. So that's missionsicily.com to find a way to connect, get the newsletter, find all the social media, or just get in touch. All right, when we come back, looking past Italy's bella figura, that beautiful first impression. I started visiting Italy and Sicily over 25 years ago, and it was always in some form of service, never as a tourist, from my days in the military, and then in the ministry after Bible school, and now as a missionary since 2013. It's taken me a long time to get to know the real Italy, and I have to tell you that it's not what most people think. Italy is brilliant at making great first impressions, that bella figura, but the beautiful facade everyone notices only goes skin deep. In fact, as I've labored here, making lasting friendships, partnerships, connecting more and more with my Italian cousins, I can tell you that that burden and sense of urgency for this mission has only increased. And my hope in looking at this dark underbelly of Italy, as one author puts it, is that you too will feel the weight of that burden and be moved to partner with me in prayer. Why? For disciples to be made, for churches to be planted, and for bridges of hope to be built all over Italy, because Italy is a land in need. All right, so let me put a little disclaimer here on the difference between Italy and Sicily. So for our purposes, when we talk about Italy, we're going to include Sicily in that discussion, all right? Sicily is its own autonomous region of Italy all the way in the south. It's the southernmost part. And its relationship with the mainland, with the peninsula, has been rocky. But a lot of our statements will still pertain to both island and peninsula together. They are, in fact, part of greater Italy, although Sicilians would say that they are Sicilian first. All right, with that said, let's dive in to the real Italy. Let's get the obvious out of the way first. Italy is a completely secular, European, post-Christian country in desperate need of a true spiritual awakening. All right, so let's look at a little bit of the history here. 
This churchless state was established after World War II in 1948 when Italy became a kind of democratic parliamentary republic. Now, all of this was reinforced in 1984 when Italy revised its relationship with the Vatican, and this all was based on an old treaty originally introduced by, guess who, Mussolini in 1929 during his fascist dictatorship. So, just to recap, here's the sequence. There's a monarchy in the late 1800s, this moves into a fascist dictatorship in the early 1900s, and then to a formal republic right after World War II that had really heavy socialist influence. And during all of this time, the, the ties to the church are eventually breaking down and disintegrating. Although in smaller towns, local parishes still run the show, and we'll discuss that a little bit later. But for a long time now, the church has been losing its grip on the soul of Italy. For almost a hundred years now, and the separation has changed Italy dramatically. In recent times, scandals among clergy have further damaged its appeal, especially among the college and career-age young people. In fact, today, less than 20% of Italians actually practice their faith. The majority of those who do practice, that 20%, consider it part of their cultural identity and they take a syncretic approach, which is mixing a form of faith with any other means. And we'll talk about that in a minute as well. But moving into a little bit deeper, what's the next layer down? Let's take a look. Catholicism has been in such decline over the decades that even the Vatican considers Italy, its own host country, to be a mission field. There are less evangelicals in Italy, less than 1%, than in other countries like India, Africa, Russia, Japan, China. Evangelical leaders have said this about their own churches about their own believers. We are few and we are far divided. And those divisions among evangelical churches are only a reflection of the greater culture. In fact, Italy's government has over 32 political parties. It is a chaotic political state. Italy has had over 60 governments come to power just since World War II, electing new leadership at the incredible average rate of 1.14 per year. The population, 45 and under, are overwhelmingly secular, and those who are spiritual are largely pluralistic. Any road will get you to heaven. Islam is now the fastest-growing religion in Italy, second only to the occult, including Wicca, Spiritism, and outright Satanic worship. So that's the first layer or two. When we come back, we'll dig a little bit deeper and see just how deep this rabbit hole goes. 